from my own experience, having like a really bad relationship with, with food, indeed going to the kind of cycle of I should be on a diet or I'm like reducing carbs or avoiding carbs or give me something low calorie having that kind of mindset and then always it kind of backfires because then I'm hungry and I'm like, oh, like I really want that burger because I'm so hungry because I've been restricting the whole day, right? Or I've been low calorie diet or whatever. So that cycle of restricting and then eating too much and then feeling bad again and then restricting, it's kind of like a cycle, right? Like it's hard to get out of that cycle. So Welcome everyone to Life with Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life with Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they had overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage and the hope to be better selves. Today, we have a very special guest. She is a certified personal trainer. She has been working with her own clients for years to improve their nutrition, their exercise habits. But the most remarkable part is that she herself embarked on this journey and has experienced the most beautiful transformation and is becoming her healthiest, happiest, most confident self. And now she's sharing all this knowledge, all this practical tips through her social media platforms, also created wonderful courses that you can get from her and follow and improve your life and embark on that journey. And Nina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So nice words uh, you said right there. Um, I'm really excited. Perfect. And to start off our discussion today, let us know, let's, let, let's share a bit more of your story with the listeners and where did you start? Because I think nowadays we see so many successful people and we assume they be always happy, healthy, successful, and we don't even know what kind of struggles they have had and where, di- where they started. And actually everyone, everyone has had some struggles. So what were your struggles and where did you start? Uh, yeah, well, um, I think the main struggles that I had was mostly around just kind of finding a balance in my routine and routine. I mean, mostly like eating and and exercising because I feel like I always have tried like a lot of things, but I kind of couldn't find something that I'm like, Oh my God, I enjoy this a lot. I always tried things and I felt like I did it because other people did them. So I was like, Oh, that looks cool. Let me try that. But then it kind of didn't fit for me that well. So I did it because it was trendy or my friends did it, or I saw my colleagues in the gym doing it. So that's why like, I kind of easily jumped into different trends and, and trying different stuff, but only maybe in the past, like five years, I feel like I found my, my thing. Uh, but yeah, I think my definitely, my main struggles were around eating, finding the balance and things that work for me. And what was your thing that you have found? Uh, and I feel like I have found, um, my thing, which is like a really nice balanced routine, healthy routine. Um, and, uh, it involves, uh, eating plant-based, uh, mostly uh, running and doing other type of like home workouts and, uh, and yeah, just kind of living like a stress-free life. Things that I don't constantly trying to change something, but I actually like, you know, I'm actually happy with my own life. I'm not constantly thinking, oh, I need to lose weight. I need to do this in order to be happy. Like I actually found the happiness that I enjoy and I don't need to constantly 
think about that, oh, this would make me happy. Or if I lost a couple of kilos, then I would be happy. I'm actually happy right now. So I, I wouldn't want to like change anything. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's so beautiful. And I, I'm so happy for you. And I was wondering, was there any point when you thought, no, I just need to find what's good for me and not look at what's good for others and just jump on that? Or was it that you just like stumbled across something that was good for you? Or was it a con a, like a conscious choice? Um, yeah, interesting. It was kind of like, like trial and error. So yeah, like I was definitely just looking into something that, you know, like raised my interest, gave it a try. Um, and then just kind of try to compare myself to others. Uh, I think that's kind of how it like began. Like that was one of the biggest problems of mine. Just, I couldn't be happy with myself. I constantly were thinking, oh, I wish I had her arms or I wish I had her legs or, um, you know, she's doing this. I also want to do that, but I didn't really consider like what is good for me and what I want to do. I just wanted to do whatever everyone else was doing. And I don't think that's a very good approach. Um, it was good to like go through that process, I guess, because I ended up here, but, but yeah, like I definitely was comparing myself, uh, to others, like physically and always thinking that I'm not good enough because someone else was always more beautiful or, or more skinny or fit or whatever. So, so yeah, I think, um, after I gained a little bit of experience on trialing things and also getting to know myself better, then I started to learn that it's actually a conscious choice of like starting to take care of yourself and looking into you instead of looking into like others all the time. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting, I've heard that, you know, when we look at somebody and they're happy and they, for example, they love running. And we would actually also start running because we want to be happy. So we see they feel so happy yeah. and they're running. So in order for us to feel happy, we also must be running. And actually we just crave this feeling of happiness and confidence. But we just, as you said, we just need to find what, what it is for us and, you know, and how we, what, what works best for you and not for somebody else. But it's interesting that we just crave this feeling. And that's why we tend to like pick up things from people around us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and it's good if you get like motivation or inspiration from other people. Like I also got inspiration from a lot of people, um, but it's also different than trying to be them. Like you can take an inspiration from them, but you shouldn't try to be them because you are not like you are your individual self and you have the qualities that make you special as you are. So it's, it's really silly to try, like constantly trying to be someone else. Um, so it's different, obviously, yeah, like take the inspiration rather than trying to be them. Yeah. And also, so you mentioned your plant-based diet and you mentioned running. So let's start with uh, running. And I wanted to know whether your journey of running and getting to running was smooth or so you just started running and then it was easy, you loved it. Or were, 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 was it actually that you started running and then you stopped running for a bit and then you got back to it? And yeah, how was your journey? Uh, yeah, so I kind of, um, I mean, I've been kind of sporty my whole childhood and everything. So it was kind of natural that I'm somehow like being active. Um, but I tried to like gym and, and everything. And I was like, okay, but like gym is trendy. So I'm just going to go with gym, uh, because everyone is doing it and you can wear nice clothes and everything like that. So I think I kind of ended up, uh, to run because of being in the gym, because I realized while, while I was in the gym that, 
Like, I love the feeling of getting tired and that you accomplish something. But actually, I didn't like the results that I get when I lift like heavy weights because I got the feeling of tiredness, which is amazing feeling. But then I'm like, this is the kind of wrong type of result. Like, I didn't want the result of muscle growth a lot. Like, of course, it's good to have like strong muscles, but you can be strong without like growing massive muscles, right? So I think I ended up running because I did like the wrong, not the wrong thing, but the thing that I didn't like. And that was, mm, I don't like this, so I need to make a change. And then I started kind of running in the gym every now and then. And then I just like fell in love completely. Um, I mean, I don't know, people say jogging. I'm just going to go jogging. I'm going to go for a little run. It's not just going for a run. For me, it kind of grew to be something much, much bigger. It's like therapy, you know, it's like, it's like my moment. It's the thing when I can, I can be alone. I can be like clear my mind, I, I get ideas and, you know, so it's not just, oh, I'm just going to run a couple of rounds in the neighborhood. Like, no, it's not that. So, so yeah, it was kind of like trial and error. And then I ended up just running, but then it grew to become such a meaningful like piece of my life. Oh. <laughs> if that makes sense. Wow. I just, you know, I just got the goosebumps because it's so amazing that you actually, you, you do this trial and error thing. Because many people mm. just could like try something and it doesn't work and they would say, yeah, I'm not sporty or something like that, you know, and like label themselves. Yeah. And yeah. instead of saying like, oh, maybe going to the gym is not, some, not something that I would like to do, but actually running or actually playing baseball or a team sport, that would be for me. So that's why I think it's so important, just especially when you're younger, just to try out different things and see what works for you and just like do it with some consistency okay. and maybe you'll fall in love with some sports that you have never tried before. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. Like you should never stop trying to find new ways because um, it's quite also enjoyable because you always get something interesting to try, even if you don't like it, that's okay. Like that's not an error or that's not like a mistake. That's just something like, oh, I experienced this. I can take it off from my list and move on to other things. Oh, I think it's one more amazing thing that you just said, because also just not liking something or failing at something is just part of the process. It's not the, the end destination, right? It's like, oh, I tried this. I failed at it. Okay, I, I stop. <laughs> this is just part yeah. of life. It's like a journey of trying different things, making different mistakes and kind of finding what you like. And I think part of your success is because you tried many things and you just like iterated until you find what you loved. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And if you never start trialing, you're never going to end up to the amazing places or to the amazing point of your life. If you don't go out there, like you kind of have to put yourself out there in order to get to places. Um, yeah. Otherwise you're always going to be thinking, oh, I didn't find the way that I love to exercise or I wish I could be fit, but I don't know how just go out there and, and eventually you're going to find it. You have to be patient, but that's part of that's how it's supposed to be. If life was super easy, everyone would just do it, right? So that's why, <laughs> yeah, we have to be patient with each other. I also think if life was super easy, everyone would be so bored. <laughs> yeah, Imagine like yeah, if you could do... Be perfectly fit and, and perfectly happy and perfect eating and everything, but that's not the case, right? <laughs> yeah. And True. now going to the second part, the plant-based diet. And I think that's a very important part uh, of your life and you share about it so much. So can you also tell us a bit more, why did you start eating plant-based, how it all happened? And then I also have a few questions because I think it would be very helpful sure. for our audience to hear. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, this is actually a super fun quick story. Um, how I like started thinking like maybe I should like start eating plant-based. I was in Barcelona when I was living there and I just made like a bolognese sauce for myself for like dinner after school, uh, after uni. And then I was just eating it and literally I ate like half of it and one like spoonful. I was like, weird, so weird. Like suddenly the whole meal was like, I was disgusted by the meal that I cooked myself. Even I already ate like half and I'm like, okay, this weird, like I boo and I just kind of put it to the fridge and I never went back after that. Like it was just oh, like wow. weird, sudden feeling in me. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so weird to eat like this thing. And then little by little, I kind of stopped uh, like red meat from there. And I didn't force myself. Like my goal was not to be vegan. I literally came home from school, bought the meat, cooked the meat. Like I had no idea that I would want to become plant-based. No, I was like, yeah, it's not for me. And then suddenly it just naturally happened. And yeah, little by little, then I left, um, I quit chicken, then like fish, then milk and then eggs and then yogurt, you know, like little by little. And eventually cheese was the last one. And now I'm just like five years soon, like fully plant-based and it's the best thing. <laughs> oh, wow. And what kind of benefits did you notice on your journey when you were eating more and more plant-based? Um, definitely I felt better, like physically I had more energy and I didn't have this kind of like uncomfortable, full, tired feeling. That's when you eat a lot of like heavy stuff and you're like, oof, I shouldn't have eaten that. Like you have that kind of wolf feeling. Never had that anymore. And just like overall, like I, I run faster, I run longer i i sleep like a baby uh like everything is just like i feel light but still like energetic i eat always like super yummy foods and i also kind of fell in love more like i fell in love with cooking and baking like i always love to prepare food but even more like i was kind of curious and, and more interested to prepare like different type of like desserts and snacks and yeah it just kind of naturally happened and yeah those are definitely but yeah health benefits are probably the ones obviously that i i see the most but um yeah really that's pretty much it <laughs> <laughs> I, I just know you know like many people say that you have a lot of energy on instagram they're like how how every day you're so energetic <laughs> how how is it right. possible <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, it's obviously the combination of what you put inside you, because if you like feed yourself with bad quality, no wonder your skin is going to be bad or your mood is going to be bad. I mean, it all correlates, right? So can you please share with us what, how do you start your day in terms of food and drinks? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, usually, um, the first thing, um, I make a green juice like this one and then uh, a matcha latte. That's like my number one combo that I make before eating anything. It's just like, I'm not the person that I'm hungry, like right away when I wake up. That's why I enjoy like starting my day slowly with my drinks. And then uh, little by little, I start getting hungry. So I'll make um, kind of like a late breakfast or even like a brunch. So it can be anything like a toast or a yogurt bowl, or um, even can be like leftovers from yesterday, like literally anything that I have in hand, uh, usually something just super simple, uh, super healthy and yeah, something that tastes amazing. So, so yeah, that's pretty much like my morning. And then towards the day, I make another matcha latte after like in the afternoon, then I eat some late kind of lunch or like snack, daytime snack. 
something that I've prepared myself, maybe some healthy sweets or, um, I don't know, just some, a lot of fruits or, or a, to a toast or, you know, whatever I'm kind of craving. I always try to listen to my body and make sure that if I'm craving something, I'm just going to have it, right? <laughs> um, yeah, and then towards the dinner, then, yeah, usually dinner I prepare something a little bit more, uh, not just like snacks. I prepare mm. like a meal, can be like tofu, potatoes. I love hummus. Uh, I don't know if I pronounced it correctly, hummus. <laughs> and um, yeah, like greens, vegetables. We sometimes make like homemade pizza, homemade burgers, like literally, yeah, anything that I'm craving, but usually something a little bit more like nice and warm and comforting. Yeah. So I just have a few questions. Can you please, sure. so I'm guilty as charged. I drink coffee after subscribing to your page. I want to try matcha so badly. So I will order matcha. So uh, full disclosure, uh, can you please share that uh, a bit more information about your matcha, why it's so amazing and what are actually the benefits of matcha? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, I don't know if, if people know in general, but I mean, matcha is green tea. So it's like a powder green powder um so and you make i mean you can drink it only with water like as a normal tea or you can actually make like a super nice creamy matcha latte that's i guess a little bit more typical so yeah matcha is green tea and um the benefits uh well it's packed with antioxidants so it's really really healthy it's like a like a superfood um and it also like it gives me this kind of like it has caffeine but it just impacts your body slightly differently than the caffeine in coffee, because in coffee, the caffeine hits you like really rapidly, right? Like it goes to your bloodstream and you feel like super pumped right away. But matcha has a little bit different. There's like this one ingredient that makes the caffeine, um, how do you say, like absorb to your body, like very slowly. So you don't feel this rapid spike, but you feel like a, like a mini, little by little, like a gradual, nice and warm comforting energy boost within like three four five hours right so that's why it's more more stable uh so yeah that gives you like a nice focus boost uh without the kind of anxiety spike and and yeah for me it's also like a really mindful moment just to prepare it enjoy it it's like i enjoy it very slowly it tastes amazing uh yeah i'm just like it gives me a really positive mood clear skin and a good digestion and yeah i just like really love the the moment itself as well yeah i actually tried much a few times and it has been tricky because sometimes you just find a very good matcha and it, it tastes amazing. And sometimes you order it and it's it's a bit fishy and like yeah. not delicious at all. So it's kind of, it's almost as, you know, it's so, it could be, you can be very lucky or very unlucky with it. So that's why I'm so curious to hear. Uh, I'm so curious to try your matcha because I heard very nice things about it. And so yeah, very good feedback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I've been there too while I didn't still have my own brand and I was trialing a lot of like um, like other brands on the market. And especially if you can't see the color in advance, it's kind of like buying blindly, right? You just buy it and hope that it's going to be good or not. Of course, sometimes the price can help you to understand if it's very cheap, it's probably bad quality, but still like you'll never know. So, um, but yeah, that's why I put on my matcha, like the picture of the powder. So people can actually see like when they buy that they know what they're buying rather than just the package. And then people are like, Hmm, if this is good or not, is this good or not? So, so yeah, but uh, my matcha is really like vibrant green. I actually, to be honest, during the one year that I've had my matcha, I haven't gotten any negative feedback so far. 
So that's oh, wow. something like really warming up my heart because of course there are people that have bought and I haven't heard from them, but every feedback that I've gotten so far only positive. So it's really, really good quality. And I keep that standard because I know people like it. Oh, that's amazing. I, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to trying it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and just to go back to um, nutrition and foods, when you were sharing yeah. what you were eating in a day, you were also talking about um, your cravings. So when you crave something, you would eat it and uh, also some sweets and fruits. So I know that a lot of people nowadays also have a lot of unhealthy cravings. You know, they want sugar and uh, yeah. then end up overeating. So if you have any advice on this topic, if you could share it, please. Uh, yeah, sure. I think I have plenty. <laughs> I hope I can remember everything what I want to say. But um, definitely, um, uh, from my own experience, having like a really bad relationship with with food, indeed going to the kind of cycle of I should be on a diet or I'm like reducing carbs or avoiding carbs or give me something low calorie having that kind of mindset and then always it kind of backfires because then I'm hungry and I'm like, Oh, like I really want that burger because I'm so hungry because I've been restricting the whole day. Right. Or I've been low calorie diet or whatever. So that cycle of restricting and then eating too much and then feeling bad again and then restricting, it's kind of like a cycle, right? Like it's hard to get out of that cycle. So I've been there. So based on my own experience, um, once I started eating like plant-based diet, I didn't really label it as, okay, I need to stick with plant-based diet. Just naturally, I felt like I want to learn to taste more flavors, more like natural foods, like potatoes, carrots, broccoli, like they are simple foods, but they actually make you feel so good. And you don't have to just eat like lettuce, like just like that. It's kind of boring, right? <laughs> That's not what vegans eat. Plant-based diet can be so yummy, like when you just know how to prepare. And all, for example, my recipes are like super simple. They are not complicated. You don't need to be like a chef or anything. So I would say that start with that. Start by just like eating simple things because the more complicated you make it, you're just going to struggle a lot and it doesn't feel enjoyable because the challenge is too, too big and you easily quit when it's too difficult. So when you start with simple things, it's easier to achieve when it's just simple, right? So stick with um, natural foods that you really never, ever need to restrict. They no need to restrict and they actually make you feel amazing. So all the vegetables, like fruits, a lot of people say, oh, I'm craving sweets or I really want to eat like, I don't know, that those candy or, or ice cream or something. You can totally do it. But I know when people are like hooked with sugar, they want to try to get out of it. I would recommend just to replace it with like natural sugar because there's no absolute reason to restrict natural sugars. Like our bodies digest them really, really well. It's good for, for your digestion, your stomach. You're not going to feel bloated or sluggish. Like some heavy foods make you feel really oh, like heavy and, and uncomfortable. It doesn't happen with, with like natural whole foods. So that's like, keep it simple. Eat apples, eat bananas. Sometimes just an example. When I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of hungry. I want to eat something satisfying. I can eat like three bananas. People are like, what? Three bananas? Like bananas should be eaten just one. But who says that? Why can't I eat 
tree of something that literally comes from the nature is so full with natural sugars, good ingredients. It's like amazing for your body and health. So sometimes I eat three bananas and I'm satisfied for the next three hours, right? So yeah, I would say keep it simple and eat like whole foods. So all the kind of fruits, even dates, and then you can bake from them. So I bake all the time from bananas, dates, uh, like cacao, those kind of things. And I create so amazing, like healthy sweets, like Oh, so good. You know, like banana bread type of snacks and everything. They are, they are super great. Good for cravings. <laughs> I want to try, you posted recently this recipe of sweet potato, mashed sweet potato with cacao and nut butter. I want to try it. Oh, like a brownies. That, yeah. yeah, the brownies. That exactly. would be my next one. <laughs> totally, totally. This is a perfect example exactly to have. Okay, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have like a normal brownie that has processed sugar and chocolate. Totally, like that. I'm not saying that's a bad food. That's also a good food because sometimes we need that. But if you want, like you're kind of hooked to eat that every single day and you eat a lot of processed sugar, it's probably not the best for your physical health. Um, so that's why I'm trying to help people to kind of replace not all, but some, you know, with, with healthier options and something that actually makes you feel energetic and, and keeps you fit and doesn't like um, clock your arteries or, you know, something that actually is physically better for your health and, of course, mentally. Yeah, actually, it's very interesting because um, I, I started also just monitoring what I eat and how I feel afterwards mm. because I wanted that yeah. to be like my main um you know, distinction on what I want to eat and what I don't want to eat. And I stopped, I, I just stopped eating sugar because I just found out that I have this like mood swings. I feel anxious. I don't feel good. I have headaches. I feel bloated. And then I, when you just don't eat sugar, you feel so much better. And it's crazy yeah. in how many foods they add sugar. You know, you don't, some totally. like some processed food, you don't even, you would not even suspect it. And then you see sugar like, oh, okay, no wonder I felt like a bit, um, even like emotional or something. It's crazy how sugar yeah. can impact us. That's so true. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, uh, I just had like a ready-made vegan pizza last week and I take the ingredients just, you know, I don't really care about the calories or anything, but you know, I was just curious, like what kind of ingredients it had sugar. It said like sugar. And I'm like, in a pizza, like... I don't know. It just like was kind of weird, but I guess they need it for the base or something. But but yeah, like like you said, they literally add sugar everywhere. Yeah. So and the good sugar replacements would it be dates or what do you usually use when you want to bake or make something sweeter? Um, yeah, I usually use like dates. That's if you put a couple of dates, they are really like uh, soft and like mushy. Like they they really blend really well. Um, I also add like um, agave syrup, mm -hmm. just like a couple of if I need, for example, on a yogurt bowl or baking, just in general. Or even if you wanna sweeten like your coffee or your matcha, sometimes I add like a little bit of syrup, and and that's a really good option as well. Um, yeah, I think those are the kind of two main ones that I use. Of course, sometimes I add like a dark, like 70% chocolate, um, like as a, as a topping, or if I have mm -hmm. like a yogurt bowl or porridge, I kind of put a little bit, but yeah, I think those, um, those are the main ones. What do I was actually thinking, what do you tell people when they tell you, yeah, it's all great and I want to eat plant-based, but it's just like way too expensive for me. I cannot afford it. Um, it's all this fancy diet and uh, unfortunately just out of my budget. Um, yeah, I would, of course, it depends on the country, uh, 
some people say that, oh, things are so expensive in my country, but in general, just to try to make it a little bit generalized, uh, usually like the vegetables, like the basic, basic whole foods are usually the, the cheapest ones, right? So like potatoes, carrots, like those kind of simple foods, which I actually eat probably like 80, 70, 80% of my diet is like potatoes, sweet potatoes. In Spain, tofu is really uh, cheap, but I know, for example, in Finland, in my country, tofu is a little bit like expensive, like a fancy food, but here in Spain, it's really cheap. So yeah, like you just kind of have to obviously check the standard of your country, but but like bananas, they are available everywhere. Apples, like simple things. Those are super good to kind of integrate to your daily routines. And for example, you're, okay, today I'm snacking something. Integrate a couple of apples and replace that expensive chocolate bar or something, you're already saving money. So I would say, again, keep it simple because simple foods are the most affordable. Definitely. And I also think it's actually like processed vegan food that's quite expensive. Correct. Correct. All those kind of vegan burgers, like Impossible Burger or Next Level Burger. I mean, they are also made from like chickpeas and, and kind of like vegetables. But yeah, definitely. Th those are the processed foods that usually are, are the more expensive. Yeah. Correct. But also what's interesting, I find it that many people think that if you just start eating, for example, vegan, you're, you, it means that you're healthy, whereas actually it still depends on what you eat, right? Because Oreos, right. for example, they're 100% vegan, right? You can have Oreos, yeah. but if you just eat Oreos and you're vegan, it yeah. doesn't mean that you're healthy. Or if you just eat right. like processed foods and you buy burgers or even, you know, now we can disregard the price for this discussion, but it's still, you're not healthy, right? So it's... Yeah, I mean, correct. Yeah, so but, I think it just not to fall into like that trap of thinking, yeah, I'm eating vegan, yeah. like all these burgers and I'm ordering everything vegan <laughs> and I'm still not, I don't feel healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sugar is, is vegan. It comes from the nature, right? It has no animal involvement at all. But yeah, indeed, you are right. Uh, people think, ah, oh, you're vegan or plant-based or you're super like healthy or something. But no, not really. I mean, I also, I mostly eat healthy vegan foods, which is like whole foods and a lot of like legumes and, and, and you know, like beans and, and potatoes and veggies and fruits and everything. But I also do eat sometimes that impossible burger or um, we order like pizza or something, but you know, like, yeah, you have to really obviously make the choice and, and keep it balanced. Yeah. So I wanted also to touch upon another part of your life. So one part of your life, you're sharing these beautiful, healthy tips and recipes, but also you're quite entrepreneurial. So you have your own matcha company and now you started, um, you also created the courses, the self-care courses. So if you could just tell them, yeah. um, tell our audience a bit about the courses, but also afterwards, I would like to touch upon your journey, how you went from having a corporate job to living this entrepreneurial life, because I think it's something that interests uh, our audience a lot. Um, yeah. So um, I feel like when I went to business school, I kind of started getting the introduction to that. Okay possibilities to get a day job or you can actually start building your own thing. And I was like, hmm, maybe my own thing. I don't even know what my business would be about, right? Like, I don't even know. I don't have any ideas. So um, I got a job. So I, I wanted like a day job because after I finished uni, I was like, I don't really know what I want to do. So yeah, I, I got an IT typical uh, corporate job in, in London and uh, started from there. And I think during that time, 
little by little, the inner entrepreneur in me kind of woke up and I was like, I do not want to do this kind of thing forever, uh, that I just work for someone else and da, da, da. Even I had really good terms and flexibility and everything. But so, yeah, I, I think it kind of little by little built inside me. And then last December, uh, so only like a couple of months ago, I have come to the point that I had my day job. I moved to part-time because I wanted to start building my own thing, which I've had brainstormed like a couple of years. It's like a long journey. Um, and then I just gave up my job and, and quit and moved full-time to, to do my own thing. But, but yeah, it wasn't that simple <laughs> as it seems. It's really like a long process of... I, I brainstormed probably like two years, just the ideas, what am I good at? I interviewed my family, asked them like, what do you think I'm good at? What are my strengths? Um, it's, it's like a long process of self-development before you can actually take the step uh, like, yeah, towards your own thing. So, so yeah, and now since I got to the point that I'm really confident on what I do and, and I know my direction, I was ready to take the leap of faith and, and jump away from my day job. and. And yeah, now here I am really just working for myself and um, yeah, it's, it's obviously different and it has like a lot of pros and cons, but I think the, the pros are more like, yeah, like I, I, it's worth it. It's worth of the struggle and the challenges because I'm learning all the time and I'm just basically becoming better myself, you know, so I wouldn't change that for anything. Yeah. And what are some of the cons? Um, I would say that basically there's less help. I mean, there's always help out there. You just have to find it. But finding the help is a little bit uh, more difficult because you don't have a colleague or your manager or someone just to say like, hey, like, do you need help? I can do this for you or help you with this. You're just like, I have no one. I either need to do it myself I mean, I have to do it myself anyway, but I just need to like find the right person to do it or I have to find someone to help me to do it myself. So yeah, definitely that's, you have to do everything on your own uh, and figure it out. So if you don't have the attitude of like, like kind of like a go-getter, like you have to really, no matter what it is, I'll figure it out. If you don't have that attitude, then this journey is not really for you. So you have to kind of push through the hard times because the great times are, are there waiting for you. So that's definitely one. And then, of course, there's like a lot of paperwork and stuff that I'm like, what? Taxes? I don't know how to do this. And we are not complying with the law. And But those are the things that, to be honest, it's a good thing because you don't have to be expert with everything, right? I can't be, um, sometimes I feel like I have multiple roles. I'm like the marketing, I'm the CEO, I'm the accountant, I'm the, you know. But to be honest, like you don't have to be an expert on everything. Just focus on doing what you do the best and the rest, you can always find a professional and say like, hey, I don't know anything about finance. Can you do this finance thing for me? And they are going to do it. They are experts, so you can trust on them. Yeah, Th that's great advice. <laughs> and I think, you know, when you start to say about taxes, that's a, I think that's one of the most often mentioned thing. It's like, I, I started doing my entrepreneurship and then, oh my God, taxes, how do I do this? I, I'm do I'm yeah. working in different countries. Am I, am I compliant? Will I go to jail for this? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Like, same with my, when I ordered my first matcha from the Japanese supplier and I obviously we established like a corporation 
the matcha comes directly from Japan. I'm like, how can I get it across the border in, in, in Europe? And I, then again, I don't know. And I try to figure it out on my own. I know this, that this is going to take years <laughs> if I try to do it on my own. I found a person who is like an imports expert. I contacted her, said, hey, this is what I need. She took care of everything. So, okay, it's an investment, a little bit of money, but you would lose that money. Imagine doing one year, I would be so slow. And that probably cost me more of doing this on my own and trying to figure out everything alone than actually getting help. So, oh, I think that's great advice <laughs> because so often we try to be experts in everything and then it ends up taking yeah. forever. Whereas that actually we can ask for help, especially when we can afford it, you know, to hire more people who are actually experts and then be aligned and work together towards one goal. And then that's when you become very powerful when everyone is contributing in their areas where they're experts and you just align all together and you work. Yeah. <laughs> correct. Correct. That's true. That's true. Um, and you, you have to have the kind of like the thing in you when your vision is like really clear where you want to go. It doesn't matter what kind of little blocker you have on the way because you see past it. You're like, you see through it and think like, okay, in order to get the matcha from Japan to this country, I have a blocker because I have no idea how can I get it. But then it doesn't really matter because I can see it so clearly when I receive the package of 100 matcha tea bags and I'm just like, this is the greatest thing that happened. And I can now start like sharing the love for matcha and how amazing it makes you feel. It's okay. I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Let's just take it easy. I'll find the help. And eventually I got it. It's just, you need to be patient with yourself. And I think it's <laughs> such a beautiful journey of entrepreneur because basically you kind of know what you want and it's somewhere there and where you are yeah. now. And then you still don't know the how, you know, like the wave from here to there. You don't know oh, how, but you see so clearly where you want to go. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly like the the mind. If you know perfectly what you want and what you want to achieve, you it's like so clear in your mind that, you know, you're, you're confident. It brings you the confidence that no matter what happens, you can do it. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about the courses that you have created recently. Uh, yeah. So um, they are like self-care plans. So there are, it's kind of like a like a whole self-care plan as a whole, but it contains uh, three different, like kind of like packages or sections. So kind of like a sub areas. And uh, obviously you can get the whole bundle, which means that like the full self-care package, or um, if you obviously want, it's possible to just go kind of like with one of them. So it's all about a healthy vegan eating with, with recipes, tips, especially what we talked about in the beginning about the confidence and uh, kind of like uh, issues or not issues, but like challenges uh, with eating and exercising. So that's like the first package uh, around the healthy vegan uh, lifestyle as a whole with obviously, obviously uh, some, some amazing recipes. Then the second package is active routine. So it kind of supports the first one. Um, I have done some things that I never have anyone seen before or done before. So uh, I created, uh, recorded like audio workouts, which, um, yeah, it's quite a new thing. And I'm really like, um, keen to get more feedback, but it's all about you establishing an active routine and a sustainable routine that it's not just like a one-off uh, thing. And then you kind of quit. It's something that you can do a routine and it doesn't have to be 
gym or it doesn't, doesn't have to be running. Whatever is your thing, that uh, package supports the way of creating it uh, as a habit. Um, and then the last one is personal life organization. So I think that's where the my entrepreneurial passion kind of hits because I know a lot of people kind of lack mental clarity and they're just like not sure about their purpose. You know, what, what, like kind of like living their life on autopilot. There's no meaningful things. You just kind of perform your thing because everyone else does it too and you just do it, but you don't really think about what's meaningful in my life and what I want to achieve. And so that's just helping people to, to create goals and organize their money in order to achieve their dreams. So yeah, those three are, are the packages and, and obviously, yeah, you can get them as a whole or just like pick one. That's incredible. And what was your why? How did you think of the, creating this whole like package packages and helping people? What was your why behind it? Um, I think my why, it, it kind of comes from uh, years and years ago, this whole thinking, how it started, like the root. Um, but it was just because I felt like I was always looking for things to become happier. Like I always was like, when I'm skinny, I'm going to be happy. Or when I have these clothes that I wanted to order, like a massive package of clothes online, when I get that package, I'm going to be so happy because new clothes, I'm going to be so confident. Or I always was thinking like, okay, if I do this, I'm going to be happy. And then even if I did it, I wasn't happy. Like I always thought that this one item is going to be the solution. I'm going to be happy forever and that's it. But I don't know. It wasn't like, it wasn't like something that I enjoyed. I always was looking for the next step. So I really wanted to create happiness that is every day, something that you don't constantly need to look for. If I buy this thing or if I get this thing, then I would be happy because that's not true. That's like so false thinking. Uh, so yeah, that's all like behind my why is that I wanted to create a life for people that they can be happy in this moment right now and appreciate like little things like, like a green juice or something. I'm just like, sitting here with my green juice and I'm just so freaking happy. And, and it's just so weird for some people because they are like, she's just there drinking a juice. Like, why is that? But that's the thing. Maybe they are not in the same mindset as I am. And yeah, that was the kind of why you have to have the happiness in you and not to try to look it externally. Oh, this was so beautiful. Wow. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it's wow. nice to say it out loud because it also makes me realize things, you know, it, it like, it's like a learning process for me to process my own thoughts, because when you express them out loud, it also creates a difference. I'm like, okay, I should like say that more, I think. Definitely. And I think, you, you know, because I was thinking about your packages and what you've created and they looked amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that so many people have so many different ideas, but they don't really yeah. execute on them and they don't become a reality. And actually we are, um, you know, they're just taking them when they die and their, their ideas just die with them. And then yeah. when I saw that you actually came through with your plan, you actually created the packages. They're there. People can buy them, download them. They're ready. And I thought she must have had a very strong why. And when we have this chat, I will ask her, what was it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, it, it is something that, I don't know, when, when you find like kind of like the meaningful part, like the meaningful purpose of your own life, it's easier also to share something with others because you're so like confident and comfortable and, and secure about yourself 
it's easy to then start sharing it to others because yeah, like, like my way of thinking, I'm so comfortable with it. So it's easy to just go ahead and comfortably talking, talk about it, like with other people. So, so yeah, it's, it's not like I'm just trying to sell some random product and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is good. You know, you should try it. Like, it's something that is in me, like everything, what I offer to people to help, to help them. It's just like, it comes from me. It comes from like from my heart, you know, it comes from something that has made my life so freaking awesome. And I just, I just can't keep it myself. Right. I have to share it because it's not a way for me. If I share what I learned and the things that I won, I want to share those wins with, with other people too, because we can share them together. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I can really feel that it's coming from the bottom of your heart and that you do it with so much love. It, you can really sense it, you know, that it's genuine. So it's very beautiful. And then, you know, you were also saying that you have found a better way and you want to share it with other people. And I think, isn't it wonderful that whenever we have any struggles and challenges and then actually we overcome them, it becomes something that we can help other people with. Yeah. So it's exactly. so interesting because many people, you know, they just don't, they don't see the value of the problems that they have, but actually if they act solve their problems, the ones that are unique to them and they find a way to do it, they can help so many people. And I think that's something yeah. that you've done because you had some problems that you suffered, you know, like, or struggled with. And then now you're helping people creating, created these packages with, but it's based on real experience. It's not that you just theoretically thought of something, you read the book like, oh, this should work. <laughs> yeah. 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 Correct. Yeah, that's, oh. that's so true. It's, it's, that's why it comes so naturally. It's so natural for me to share these things because I have experience. I'm so, this is like my comfortable space. This is the space that I want to talk about and express myself and, you know, uh, and share my knowledge and, and experience. So if it was something that I couldn't like identify with, I would probably just give you like the answers that I've read from a book or something. Um, you know, but it wouldn't be, I wouldn't like naturally be excited about it and about my like things that I try to help people. I'm just so naturally excited and, um, like generally supporting people. I'm answering like Instagram DMs all the time. People come with their problems. Like I'm just here to help, right? Like that's, it comes from here and that's why, um, it, it doesn't feel like work or it doesn't feel like, oh, again, I need to answer these people. Like, no, I, whenever I see like a message, I jump right into it and I, I'm like, okay, let's do this, you know? And then I hope I can provide some valuable answers to the people who, who need the support. Oh, wow. <laughs> that makes sense. And I think uh, this is a perfect note. So before I ask my last question, where can people find sure. you, connect with you, write you a DM? Um, yes. So on my Instagram, uh, my Instagram handle is Janina. So J-A-N-N-I-N-A, Emila, just all together. E-M-I-L-A. Um, and yeah, if you want to check the, the self-care packages, then you can check everything is on my profile in the bio. So everything you can find from there. Please send her a DM. She would be so happy. Yeah, <laughs> send her I'm any... right there answering. <laughs> yes. And the last question is, so let's imagine you're 80 years old and uh, you're looking back at your life and you're thinking, oh, I'm, I wish I've done that and I have not done that. What would be that thing for you? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, interesting because um, if I want something, 
especially now, like lately, I quit my job and I, I feel like I've found my comfortable space. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let, let anything pass. Like I wouldn't be in the situation, or at least I wouldn't want to be in a situation that I kind of regret of not doing something. Because the moment I realize I want something, I just go and get it. Like immediately, like I establish a plan, I put the steps, what is needed, can I do it? Can I afford it? Whatever it is, I literally establish a plan right away. So I'm comfortable enough to say that that's not gonna happen. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was such a pleasure to have this conversation with you and to have you here. And uh, yeah, please go to her Instagram page, check her out. She shares amazing tips, very amazing recipes. Um, I'm going to get the matcha because I, I'm addicted to coffee and I want to get addicted <laughs> to matcha. <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Um, and thank you so much for having me. It was such a pleasure to, to talking to you and... Wow, just a great conversation. I love it. Super open and positive. It's exactly what, what I love. So um, thank you for offering me the chance to share my story. Oh, thank you so much.